Welcome to the Teacher Transition Podcast, where we celebrate the amazing things former teachers are now doing outside of the classroom. And where teachers who are considering making a move of their own can find the resources, guidance, and support that they need to take their next steps. I'm your host, Allie Parrish, and I'm so glad that you're here. Welcome back for another episode. My voice is a little shot this week, but the show must go on. So before we hop into today's episode, I just want to share a little bit about the amazing live call that we had this week for the teachers that are in our membership. A huge thanks going out to Christy, who signed up for our course called From Teacher to Instructional Designer last year and who landed her job last year, resigned respectfully, and has been working in her new role for a handful of months. Christy came on the call, shared everything about how she transitioned from her classroom, how she communicated things respectfully to her students and her coworkers, what she actually does in her new role, and tips on how she landed her job. You guys, Christy had applied to somewhere between 80 and 100 companies and for different jobs, right? But what made the difference? How did she actually land this? Some of the things that she shared that helped make the difference were when she started using the resources inside the membership, inside the Find Your Next Dream Job course, specifically about resumes and using the resume writer that we recommend and that you have access to in the membership. As soon as she did that, she started getting more traction, not just applying at a ton of different companies, but having and seeing results. She also shared some of the companies where she did contract work with education companies that pay very well. We shared links to career pages and so many other resources. Thanks also for the teachers who were on that call. It was such an open and safe, positive, respectful, constructive place for the goals of everyone who was on there. So be on the lookout for those of you who are in the membership right now, be on the lookout for some great things coming your way from companies that are currently hiring. We're going to get you kind of a behind the scenes inside access to some current job openings and where you can find out about the details of those and so much more from teachers who have recently transitioned as well. So, so excited to get you all of that and more Let's go ahead and jump into today's episode. Today, I'm excited to welcome the founder of Classroom to CEO, Erica Terry. Erica is a powerhouse of experience. You guys, she, along her teaching career path, she had different pivot points. Listen to all of these things that she did where teaching was her springboard into these different roles. First, she was a teacher. She was also a counselor. She became an administrator. Do you see the different roles and opportunities that came her way? And then she moved all the way up to becoming a chief academic officer. Along with that, she was also an educational consultant. And then another pivot point came in her path, and that was becoming a mother. As her family started growing, she realized that even though she'd followed the advice that everyone gives of get another degree, she realized that she wanted a different kind of an opportunity, something that would let her shift her gears and have more freedom and flexibility. So she is going to share with you all about how she grew her side hustle 
to replace her administrator's salary as an edupreneur. Now she empowers other educators to teach, lead, and support in the areas of their own educator expertise. So let's hop in and enjoy this episode with Erica Terry. Hey, Erica, thanks so much for being on the show with us today. OMG, thank you for having me. I'm so happy to be here. I'm so glad you're here. Okay, for everybody listening, Erica and I connected last year with a summit that she was putting on to help edupreneurs, and it was so fun. I think, Erica, one of the things I love and just appreciate about your example is I always feel, you know, if I'm listening to your podcast or if I'm you know, interacting with the summit that you did, it always just feels like hanging out with a good friend. Oh, yeah. Just have an awesome way of everything. Yes. That's what I love about working with educators and edupreneurs. Like we are, we love helping and, you know, empowering others. And so it just always feels natural and we have a great time. Yeah, definitely. It's like a spirit of doing it together. Yes sense to it. That's so great. Okay, Erica, let's start with hearing your story. You taught high school. Can you share with our audience when you kind of realized, you know, I kind of want to be doing something different or you need to be doing something different. What was your teacher transition story, so to speak? Absolutely. So, I mean, I realized almost immediately um, my first teaching job 18 years ago, um, I walked into the building and I had went to high school there and I thought, you know, I was hired as a high school biology teacher. Little did I know I was going to be co-teaching. That was number one. I was going to be um, a science teacher that didn't have her own classroom. And so if you can imagine me like pushing a cart of science supplies down the hallways with 2000 students in three different floors, like that was my first year of teaching. And so immediately I was like, uh, this is not what I thought it was going to be. And initially, I just went, you know, we're taught to go back to school, get another degree, get another license. And so I did that track. Um, I taught for nine years, went into school counseling, went into administration, ended up working my way all the way up to chief academic officer. And After like struggling with infertility for 10 years, I was blessed. My husband and I were blessed with our beautiful daughter. And when I laid eyes on her, it was like, you know what? No more. I was working for a statewide charter school, um, traveling two to three days a week, like 60 hour weeks were my norm. When you think about the travel, you know, being constantly connected to my phone. And I just did not want to give her that life. And that's when I realized that I had to transition to a role um, that allowed me to have more freedom, more flexibility. And that is what took me from um, really administrator to now entrepreneur. That's so great. I love when we have administrators. We've only had, you know, a couple of administrators on our show so far, former administrators, and their insights are just invaluable in so many ways. So yes. yeah, bringing a lot to the table. We love it. Okay. So when you went from, so obviously teacher to man, school counselor, administrator, <laughs> so many different things. Um, and then going beyond that, did you kind of cold turkey, you know, I'm resigning and then entrepreneur, or did you transition into it and start building things while you were still in that role? Tell us, tell us a little bit about that. 
Oh, so I cold turkey, um, left administration and went into um, consulting at the state level. So I was working for the Department of Education as a consultant. And so I took like, I don't even want to say how big of a pay cut, but it definitely was not administrator pay. Um, and so really my journey to entrepreneurship was trying to make up the 40,000 or so that I had just lost from transitioning to that role. And so that's what put me on this mission to figure out, okay, what can I do to, you know, make extra money? Um, That's when I learned about side hustling. And I just, I mean, thank God, you know, that I was willing to do it and take that risk. Um, But it was a transition really from administration to consulting. And then from there, discovering like my own side hustle, entrepreneur journey and path. Awesome. That's so great. Erica, I kind of feel like, okay, I could interview you for maybe like eight different episodes on each of these (laughs) different roles that you've done, but let's just touch kind of briefly on each of them. And if you can share with our audience, okay, you're going to know that you would like to be a school counselor because some Mm -hmm. of the people in our audience are considering that route. And mm-hmm. some are considering, should I go into administration? And some mm-hmm. are definitely wanting to be an educational consultant. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I try to, you know, when I'm helping people with that transition track, we definitely start with, okay, there are so many different things that consultants do, but you're, you know, you have experience at the state level. So, yeah. and then entrepreneur, can you just kind of touch on those and just say, you would know that you'd be a good fit Mm-hmm. That's the right transition track for you, you know, school counselor, if you mm-hmm. like X, Y, and Z. You know, administration is going to be a good fit if you like X, Y, and Z and consulting at the state level. Can you kind of describe those and which teachers, who it would appeal to basically? Yes. So um, school counseling is definitely for those that um, have a heart to go beyond academics, but, you know, still tying everything you do to helping students achieve academic success. So really, you know, students will open up to you like about their personal life and being able to walk that line of, you know, uh, if you disclose this to me, like I have to report it. Um, And, you know, so having that line, but really having a heart to work with students and do whatever it takes beyond academics to make sure that they are successful, then, you know, school counseling is definitely for you. Um, The administrator role, (laughs) just imagine um, you have a classroom of students, but now they're adults. So you have to truly love um, not only leading, but leading in a way where you are empowering, you know, adults to achieve success because that's really what your role is. And so just like you differentiate instruction um, to help your students achieve success, you are now like differentiating your leadership style and, you know, your PDs and, you know, everything that goes along with being an administrator to make sure that your teachers are successful. And so if that's what you're about, like, you know, people coming to your classroom all the time and like, how are you doing this? Or how are you doing that? And you're really committed to helping other adults in the building um, achieve success. Then I believe, you know, administration is definitely the route for you. Um, And then consulting, 
If you have like that one area that you are just rocking it in, like if classroom management is your thing and people are always like, you know, Jimmy just does not act like that in my classroom. When I have him, he's all over the place. I see him in your class and he's like totally transformed. What are you doing? Like if you have that one area that you are just like a rock star in, then definitely consulting is a track that you would be super successful in because it's helping people um, overcome their problems. And so like if Classroom management is a problem for teachers, and we know that there are a lot out there where it is, and you have that solution, you have those strategies that you use that you know work, then definitely consulting is, you know, you would be great at consulting. And then the entrepreneur piece just comes from making it your own, making it your own business, um, you know, using the same strategies that you use in the classroom to teach others. And you're still focused on empowering people to achieve success, focused on helping people to overcome problems, but it's doing it in this online environment um, and really creating products and services that go beyond just, you know, lessons that, you know, teachers can implement in the classroom, but really helping them to transform their practices that's where you succeed as an entrepreneur. Fantastic. I love it. And I love on your site, it's very clear that you have a lot of different options and services that are benefiting teachers, schools, and so much more. Can you share with our audience a little bit about, you know, the variety? It's like a buffet. You know, I, I just felt like, oh, there's so much value that you're offering. Give teachers some ideas of, you know, if they want to go an entrepreneur route, some of the different options that they might have available to them. them. Absolutely. So if you're just starting off um, as an entrepreneur, I definitely recommend you start off by helping people to solve one problem. Um, When I first started, I was all about helping educators that wanted to start a business. So helping them be successful as entrepreneurs. I have the Classroom the CEO podcast. My entire brand was solely focused on entrepreneurs. Um, but as I began working more and more with them, you know, they go through my Common Money Month program and they're building out these courses and wonderful products that reach like teachers, administrators, you know, self-care. They're like doing all these fantastic things. And I'm just like, I have to be able to highlight this work. Like there are so many educators that are truly dedicated to empowering others to achieve success. Um, And that's when I created very recently, like within the last month, the Educators Empowering Educators Community And it's all about helping, you know, educators to teach, lead, support, and side hustle successfully so that no matter who you are in my community, in our community, if you are dedicated to helping other educators, like we have a place for you. And so that's where you get the buffet because it's not about me. Like if you just want me, then definitely check out Classroom of CEO. But if you want to surround yourself with the community of like-minded educators and entrepreneurs, then Educators Empowering Educators is the place to be because we are all about taking action and inspiring you to be your best self, whatever that looks like for you. 
That is so fantastic. Yes. I loved seeing everything, everything that was on it. And I know what you mean about seeing the things that these teachers and former teachers are creating and just kind of being in awe. Yes. We have teachers in some of our courses right now who are creating incredible workbooks, some for courses that they're building, some Mm -hmm. for courses that companies are building, others that are creating e-learning courses from everything on nursing and breastfeeding to (laughs) self-care to um, different things about like governmental aspects, just everything from corporate completely to yeah, self-care and personal things like that. It's, uh, and, and I just sit back and the quality of what they're producing is amazing. So so awesome. And that's the beauty of it that many educators don't recognize, like our skills, what you are learning as a teacher, what you're doing every day, they translate. And I know you know this, Ali, but they translate to so many, like listen to all the different areas you just named. And it's literally like not learning anything new, taking what you have, um, the fact that you understand curriculum design, you understand how to break down complex tasks and turn them into simple, you know, lessons, mini lessons, like those are skills that everyone just does not have. They don't understand how to do that. And so, like you just said, there are so many ways to use what you got and make it happen, like create the life of your dreams. So true. So true. And I think oftentimes as teachers, just like you said, those are skills that not everybody has. Right. As a teacher in a school building and looking around, it can feel like, wait, this skill isn't special. Everybody has this. Everybody does this. Maybe in that building, but not when you go outside of that building. (laughs) Not at all. Like, and we take for granted those skills because they come natural. Like, you know, like you said, we look around and everyone's doing it. But when you step outside that building and especially when you step into this online world, like, oh my gosh, those skills are gold. (laughs) Yeah, it's so true. Erica, are there any things that you frequently see from teachers that are kind of their roadblocks or their speed Mm -hmm. bumps in starting on their if it's either transitioning from the classroom to whatever Mm -hmm. it might be fears that kind of keep them in the classroom or anything like that, or if it's starting their kind of edupreneur journey Mm -hmm. of things that that really hold them back or yeah, maybe whatever you'd recommend for them. Any insights into that? Yeah. So, I mean, a couple of things that I always see, number one is the money issue. And trust me, I get it. As a first-year teacher with a master's degree, I was making like $35,000. So I get it. But the thing is that it does not cost a lot of money to start a side hustle, which is why I'm so excited about my presentation for your conference. I'm so excited (laughs) about it too. Give us some insights into that too. Yeah. So I'm going to be sharing three ways that you can start a side hustle absolutely free um, using the teaching skills that you already got. And so super excited to be sharing that at your conference. Um, And so that's 
one roadblock. Like people just don't start because they have this idea that it's going to cost them so much money. You know, they're looking at their bank account and they're like, I don't have it, but it really does not. And once you get started, once you start bringing some income in, you can then use that to continue building the business. And so definitely not allowing money or lack thereof um, to be your roadblock. Like you can do it. Um, You can make it happen for very little or no money at all. And then the second issue that I see a lot, and I know like I struggle with it, like as educators, many educators struggle with thinking like everything has to be perfect. Like we're so used to having our lesson plan lined up um, and then, you know, we implement it. And if stuff doesn't work that first time, we'll tweak it. And by the next period, like we got it. And, you know, we're really perfectionists. And so even when we start um, a business, we try to make everything perfect before we release it into the world. And I have had to live by the mantra, done is better than perfect. And understand that I can always come back later and make it better. But just getting it out in the atmosphere, getting those first few students to enroll, taking their feedback to make it better. Like those are all strategies that I had to, you know, learn and implement in order to be successful. But it took me a long time to get there because I would work on something for like months trying to make sure that it like every T was crossed, every I was dotted when you don't have to do that. So definitely don't let that thought that you have to be perfect or your products and resources have to be perfect. Stop you from just putting it out there, getting yourself out there and launching your business. I have so many thoughts about that. Like that was, <laughs> that was really hard for me. You know, I had an online course, our course called a find your next dream job for teachers. And it was literally drafted and pretty much ready to launch for a year. Before I let it get out there because I was like, no, there are like these details, like this isn't perfect. That isn't perfect. And I've, I've come so far in letting things be imperfect. And mm-hmm. some of the things that I've been kind of telling myself and reminding myself is don't wait for perfect mm-hmm. to, to help people or to oh, yeah. try to help people. And it's okay to help people imperfectly, you know, and, yeah. and that perfection is, is kind of a process and, and really there's room for, I, I know some people say everything is figure outable. Totally. Like I, I get that. Marie Folio has that quote, right? I also love everything is improvable. Oh, I love that one. Yes. Yeah. And so it's like, you know, if it's an online course or if it's your resume or if it's your application, I know a lot of teachers kind of freeze with that. I refer to it as perfectionistic patty. We kind of have, you know, different, like make it happen, Megan. We have, we have different <laughs> different aspects, but, um, yeah, different kind of characters that I refer to as different things, but so much perfectionism. And so, yes. yeah, definitely giving yourself permission to, yes. to go for something imperfectly yes. or start something and improvement comes with the process. So Absolutely. I love that. And I love what you said um, just about, you know, not being perfect and letting yourself help people imperfectly like that was so 
such a strong statement because if you're walking in purpose, if you're truly dedicated to, you know, helping people overcome their problems, I promise you, it doesn't have to be perfect. They just want that help. They want to get over whatever it is that they're struggling with. And they don't care what it looks like. They do not care if it's helping them to change their lives and make it for the better. Then you are golden. So I love that. That is so, so good. So, so good. I think one another one of the things that can be challenging for people who are considering going into the entrepreneur route and creating their own thing is oftentimes what we see from other creators and entrepreneurs is such a developed product or it's yes. such a great website or it's such a great, you know, sales item that we don't think, Oh, you know, it took them seven years to get this. <laughs> you know, we, we oftentimes don't see the people who have things in kind of their infancy of yes. being created because maybe they don't have the sales funds for it with right. all the social media marketing and things that are out there. But yeah, to let yourself, to let yourself start is really, yeah. Every, everyone has a start. Yes. And I always say, don't compare your chapter one to someone else's chapter seven, like understand that they at this point have a team of people that are creating those beautiful image images that are curating that Instagram profile. Like, don't look at that. Just start because you will get there one day, but you have to start today. Well said, perfectly said. Thanks for your example with all of this. <laughs> Do you have any, you know, any tips for people that are just starting their journey, whether it's collaborating, working together with someone or, or anything else? I know you said focus on one item. Yes. So that is my tip that I always give. I call it the power of one. When I started off, um, started this journey, I was trying to do everything, you know, post on Facebook, Instagram, 50 million pins a week, it seemed like, like trying to just do all this stuff, write a blog post, send a newsletter, like I was overwhelmed with tasks. And what I've come to realize is that if you focus on the power of one, meaning you choose one social media platform and you post there, you build your community on that one platform, you choose one form of free content. So if you're going to do a podcast, do a podcast. If you love writing, write blog posts. If you want to do Instagram lives, like whatever your free content is, you do it and you do it in that one way. And then you focus on creating one product or offering one service at a time. And when you start that way, as the money comes in and you can hire someone or outsource it, that's when you start building up your Facebook, when someone else is creating all of those posts. And so power of one, start with one. You won't stay with one. But if you start there, I promise you, you will achieve success. That is so great. Okay, <laughs> Erica, you shared so much value and so much experience from your different roles. Thank you so much for this. I'm so excited to have teachers learn from you. At yes. our upcoming summit conference. So yes. thank you so much. I am super excited and I cannot wait to meet everyone at the summit. Thank you so much for having me. Definitely. Thank you.
Do you ever wonder what you could do next for work opportunities? Would you like to hear from actual teachers who have now gone beyond their classroom and work in different roles? Well, join us at our upcoming summit. Whether you want to become a trainer, whether you want to start your own online business, whether you want to become an educational consultant or work remotely from home in flexible ways that align with your skills, we have excellent teachers who are going to show you the ropes for all of these things and more. Come and get the training you need for those specific resumes. Come and get the resources you need to actually get started. You don't have to do this alone. You're going to do it more successfully and enjoyably by doing it together. Go to teachertransition.com forward slash summit to sign up for the summit today so that you can join us as it goes live. This episode may have ended, but connecting doesn't have to. Join us on Facebook or Instagram and get the support and inspiration you need in your personal educator path. If you're loving the podcast, help us spread the word. Leave a review or screenshot the episode, share it on social media, and be sure to tag us at Teacher Transition. Who knows? We may even feature what you share on our social media feed too. Until next time, teacher friends, be sure to click subscribe so you don't miss out on any of the upcoming episodes. Good luck with the great things you're up to right now and keep looking forward to the amazing things to come.